And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. I have made you too small in mine eyes. Oh Lord, forgive me. And I have believed in the lie. That you were unable to help me, but now, oh Lord, I see my wrong. Heal my heart and show yourself strong, and in my heart. And with my song, oh Lord, be magnified, oh Lord, be small in my eyes oh lord forgive me and i have believed in the lie that you were unable to help me but now oh lord i see my wrong my heart and show yourself strong and in my heart and with my song oh lord be magnified oh lord be magnified be magnified oh of men 
Judges chapter 16, Judges chapter 16, the story of Samson, one of the judges of Israel. How many of you have been with us for the six, seven days so far in the prayer meetings? Good. You're almost there, okay? Three more nights. It's very powerful, isn't it? It's better to spend time with God than with worldly things. Praise the Lord. Now, how many of you saw the latest James Bond movie? What's the name of that movie? The last one. 
There's no more movies after that one. There won't be another movie because I can't tell you the plot because you might not watch it, enjoy it, but James Bond dies in this last movie. Yeah. There'll be no more, no time to die. Yes, no time to die. One of the saddest movies I ever saw. I mean, how can James Bond die? James Bond is invisible, isn't it? Invincible, sorry. He's not invisible, he's invincible. And so, people like myself and some of you too that like heroes, it's, it's, it's not always nice in the movies if the hero dies, isn't it? Huh? You just feel it's not right. The ending is not good, isn't it? The hero is supposed to ride off in the sunset over the hills while the words come up on the screen, isn't it? <laughs> but the story of Samson is a story where the hero dies. Yeah. It's a sad story of aborted destiny. It's actually a great, probably the greatest warning for all of us in the Bible because there are no meaningless details in the Bible. Everything is to teach us according to the word of the Lord. All the lessons we learn, the heroes, the mistakes, the failures, they are all lessons for us to learn what to do, what not to do. And the story of Samson is a sad story of aborted destiny. In other words, he, God had given him a great mission to subdue the Philistines, the enemies of Israel. But unfortunately, his passions, his love for the worldly things made him backslide and end in tragedy. So shall it be with all those who backslide. Do you know? Your end shall be a disastrous end. Your movie will not end well. Yeah, your movie will end. The hero dies. So may the Lord save you from backsliding. And tonight I want to show you through the word of the Lord how the enemy comes for you. Amen. Tonight I want to show you that these 10 days of prayer is almost like a real um, engine starter. But it won't keep you for the rest of your life. All right? The seeds you have sown now might help you in a few occasions down the line. But you need to constantly sow seeds of prayer. Amen? It's very hard to pray. It's, it's even harder to pray alone. It's a bit easier to pray together. It's harder to pray alone. Just try to pray on your own for one hour. Then you see it's very difficult. Yes. Actually, Jesus was surprised that his disciples couldn't pray for one hour. Because in the book of John... I think all the epistles, all the gospels write about the God, the Gethsemane experience. 
they uses the term what? You know, when he said, you could not pray for one hour? What? Like with a, with a what a shock. Do you understand? He, he, he could not understand that maybe they did not know what is the source of their strength. Yeah. Let me come to this. Uh, oh, do we have a projector tonight? Yes. And it came to pass, verse 4. 16, chapter 16, verse 4. Let's read it in the, from the first verse. Maybe it's better. Amen. I don't know when it's load shedding here. We had load shedding at 4 in Bialah, but I think the guy fell asleep from Eskom that had to switch off the power. So our power didn't go off. Have you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen now here. <laughs> I think we're supposed to go for 10, isn't it? 10 till 12. So we'll try to finish just before 10. Oh, oh what? what? Hmm. Then went Samson to Gaza, and he saw there a harlot. And went into her. NLT, please, so I can also give them a nice version. A harlot is another name for a prostitute. He spent the night with a prostitute. A man of God spent the night with a prostitute. What a shock. Do you know that sexual sin is probably the greatest temptation for all believers is only they, they make as if they are so, you know, you can't see sexual sin because it's done in the secret, isn't it? Nobody's having sex in the open. It's behind closed doors. A dark room, the backseat of a car, in the bush with a cardboard. Something, something. So when we see you, we cannot tell. And you can almost look at me as if, Prat Pastor Ansu, Prat Pastor Ansu and he cared, and he cared. Hey. So don't frown at Samson who went to sleep with a prostitute. 70% of internet traffic is pornography. 70%, they have measured it. There's ways of measuring where do people search pornography. And maybe you have also added to the 70%. You've, your, your searching has added to that thing. <laughs> Anyway, I don't want to go deep into it, but one day I must talk to you about, you see, sexual sin is very different to other sins because it's spiritual. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the spiritual, it's one of the few spiritual acts because when two people are coming together, there's, there's an exchange of spirits. Devils are even watching your sexual life. Do you know that? 
You are never alone in your room. The devil is also there. Because the Bible says, Paul wrote, he says, when you are fasting, you, 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 when you abstain from sex because of fasting, it's actually good not to have sex while you're fasting. <laughs> I need to teach you because some of you are wild. <laughs> then it says, then you must come together again after the fast, lest Satan tempts you. Are you with me? That means Satan knows that you were not having sex for that time. How did he know? He must have been in the bedroom to check you when are you having sex, isn't it? Because the Bible says when you don't have sex, Satan is aware of it, then he's going to tempt you. So get together again quickly with your wife, he means, with your wife. I'm saying that to explain to you that sexual sin is, is spiritual. It's not just... Nine minutes, I don't know how many minutes, they, somebody said nine minutes. Nine minutes of enjoyment. I'm reading out of the Bible about pornography and Samson. Yeah, I went with a prostitute for, for nine or eleven, is it eleven minutes? I can't remember. <laughs> nine minutes of pleasure. You think it's just pleasure? It's a spiritual interaction yes that's why when you have multiple sexual partners which is not in the word of God you carry multiple spirits with you and sometimes you can become what you call uh, <coughs> bipolar yeah you have two sides it's the many spirits that you are carrying <laughs> hey anyway let me stay to the word of the Lord amen you went to a Philistine town. You shouldn't have been there. Shouldn't have been there. Jimmy Schwager said, the worst thing, the, the only thing that's worse for a sinner not accepting Jesus as his Savior is for a man who once knew Jesus and, who once, and then became a dry, empty shell and lost all the glory that he once had when he came to know Christ. He says that is worse, that's worse than even a sinner not coming to find Christ. Because he said you'd better, better you stay in that state than to come and taste the glory and then lose it all. Hey, Lord, help me preach as a dying man to dying people. Uh, let me read, let me read, let me read, let me read. And it was told, sorry, in this version, word soon spread that Samson was there. He was an enemy of the Philistines. So he, he was in the area, <coughs> in the territory. So they heard that he was there. Word soon spread. So the men, the men of Gaza gathered together and waited all night at the town gates. They kept quiet during the night, saying to themselves, when the light of morning comes, we will kill him. But listen to how strong this man is. But Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. You see, it doesn't take long. He didn't take long with this prostitute. He finished her quickly, nine minutes. Then he got up, took hold of the doors of the town gate, including the two posts. So he pulled out the, the gates with a concrete post. 
and lifted them up, bar and all. Hey, he put them on his shoulders and carried them all the way to the top of the hill across Hebron. He didn't go downhill with the, with the, with the concrete. He went uphill. <laughs> Samson's strength did not come from his muscular physique or going to gym at Virgin Active. No. Samson's strength came from the anointing of the Holy Spirit that was upon him. Because God had anointed him to subdue the Philistines. You see, when the anointing comes upon you, it comes for a purpose to do a certain thing. Hallelujah. And Samson was strong. But you see, he played with the anointing. He used the anointing at places he should not have used it. Oh, yes, you see. Very dangerous. Verse 4. Sometime later, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah. This is now not the prostitute. This is another woman. He loved many women. Hey! And he fell in love. with a woman called Delilah. You must be careful what you love. Amen. Young men, those that are looking for wives, we learn in this lesson, be careful who you love. I almost said what you love. Who you love or what you love. Yeah. You see, you, you cannot be attracted to just outside form. Then you're going to be attracted to the girl whose breast is out big, waiting for a pen to write on the Liverpool beds or Manchester United beds. Be careful what you love. It, it, is, an, it is a message. Yes, and to the ladies also, you see, it's not what the young men must look for. If you think you will entice them like Delilah enticed Samson maybe or the prostitutes, that's the dress of a harlot. Sorry to say. Uh -huh. A good young man mustn't look, must look for a girl that's nicely dressed, covered. Not with a whole yard is open. You know what is a yard? Yeah. And the legs are open enough to, you want to take a cookie and write on there because it's big. Boom, booms. Now you must look for a girl fully dressed and look for holiness, not for breasts or all these other things. Are you with me? It's very important. And that is what the Lord, that, that is the, because that's short uh, attraction is just for a while. Afterwards, it's gone. And then the trouble comes. Amen? So we're looking for holy girls. Virgin girls like Mary, the mother of Jesus. The Bible says explicitly she was a virgin. It's make mention of it. So that is an important aspect of ministry. Yes. So you, it's not wrong for the young man to ask the girl, are you a virgin? Or do you think it's an offensive question? Do you think it's wrong? Bishop Dag said, today there's so much sex going on in this world. That's why there's so much HIV. You see. He said, you hardly find virgins anymore. 
The only virgins is the aeroplanes. Because there's Virgin Atlantic and then the gym, Virgin Active. Virgin Mobile also. But may the Lord keep our girls pure. So you see, when I come and I try to yap you with this boyfriend-girlfriend story, our parents didn't tell us nicely how to abstain from uh, what the dangers of the fire is in the bosom. I don't know why our parents were afraid to talk to us because I think they themselves fell into the traps. I hardly hear parents talking to children. Do you see? So I, I take that responsibility on me and I don't care if people don't like what I'm doing because I, I know the fire that these young girls must, must, must encounter. Yeah. So when you have a boyfriend at school, you are in for trouble. Let me warn you. It's not the place. Your mother did not send you there to find a husband. She sent you there to study. That's why some of you go to school, your dresses are short. I was driving to school the other day. I was, uh, to, uh, I was surprised. I thought, is this school girls? Very short. And I mean the dresses are expensive, isn't it? Now to cut it off like that. Aish! You can make a scarf from the rest of the part. Why? Do you, want, do you want the boys to see you? Do you want to be an attraction? That's not why you were sent to school. You were sent to learn books. So when, what you do, you make yourself look cheap and say, I'm here, I'm, you're advertising yourself. Virgin Mobile. I mustn't bring children to the evening service because I need to talk to some people. Yeah. So maybe you're not like that, but all your friends are like that, so you want to be part of the world. So you also come here with your shortcut dress. High bobby socks, but no dress. The socks is longer than the dress. I don't know how you sit in the bench of the school. I don't know. Because you must be pulling all the time, isn't it? Be careful who you fall in love with, you see? Yeah. That's not the purpose you go to school. So these boys, the, the boys, they come for you because you are advertising yourself. It's a very dangerous thing. I admire girls who, who doesn't fall into that category and it's not a shame to wear a long dress even over the knees. Man, I'm not going to Check the hammers no Hey! They're going to grow in my trick. So, scoop them lang. We can not wait for a rock up, man. Yeah, I mean, five years. How long is he up school? Five years plus a year, but they got three books now. Us welcome success. Hey! Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah. 
who lived in the valley of Sorek. Yes. Listen to this. You see, you must also recognize the strange woman. One of the things that Solomon said his father taught him, or that actually he taught his son, is to recognize the strange woman. And as much as I, if you think this is only like a side thing, the Bible is full of this warning. And I don't think it would warn you like so much because it's something small. If you read Proverbs and uh, the wisdom books, you will see that he's trying to teach his son he must recognize the difference uh -huh, between bad friends in the one chapter and the next chapter he says a bad woman. And it's constantly the harlot. He's explaining the harlot to him, the prostitute type girl, the one who waits in the night in the corner, in the street corners. Her bed is filled with tapestry. Flowers lie from the door onto the bed and her husband is away in another place. Hey! You can't think, you know when you're married to like a good woman, then you don't think that these things are real. But the Bible says there are women like that, that they can have more than one man, even if they're married. So he's warning the boys, watch out for the strange woman, you see. You must watch out for the strange woman because the woman is oftentimes the reason for the fall of man. The Bible says in Revelation, Babylon is spoiled because of the sin of a fornication. Many people have fallen because of this deep, the wine of a fornication. They got drunk on the wine of fornication. Sexual sin is a big thing. It was the reason for the fall of the hero in our movie. Samson fell in love with a strange woman. Were you able to recognize a strange woman? Hallelujah. The standard appearance of a harlot, open breast, that you can write a letter on. Forgive. Shiny bright lips, big bottoms, and big thighs. Yo. Some people, their thighs are full of ripples. They're not supposed to. It's also not a nice sight to behold. You must cover that. Do you see? My love look no soulup here, Jesus. Hmm. Do you like it? The devil is always looking for what you like. And Samson liked girls. Because Delilah was the third girl in Samson's story. The story doesn't start in Judges 16, it starts in Judges 14. So it tells about other girls that he had. And then this harlot, the prostitute in Gaza, and then he also fell in love with Delilah. You see, the devil knows what you like. Yeah, so also, people who criticize you, they look what you like, you see. It's like, it's, it's how the enemy catches you. Oh, you like cars, they say. Is this a question they ask? Oh, you like chicken? Oh, you like girls? And all good men, I mean, normal men like girls, isn't it? Men are wired like they like girls. So the enemy will use what you like and make that your downfall. Are you with me? 
critics will use what you like and say, hey, how fun that he likes cars, so he's, he's using a lot of money to buy cars. That is maybe not true, but the enemy will attack what you like. Are you learning? And then, look at this beautiful verse, not beautiful, but dangerous verse in uh, verse 4. And it came to pass afterward that he loved this woman. Verse 5. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her. The rulers of the Philistines came and said, Entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Wow. 1,100 pieces of silver. The King James says it nicely. He says, The Lord of the Philistines said to her, Entice him and see where his great strength lies and by what means we may prevail against him that we may bind him to afflict him and we will give you every one of us 1,100 pieces of silver. And Delilah said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lies. Yes, please tell me what makes you so strong. You see, and to what would it take to tie you up securely? My God, he was playing with the enemy, sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, her assignment, her mission in life was not to give him sex. No, was not, but to find out what makes him strong. What makes him so strong, the strongest by far? Mm. So the devil is not really looking for your muscles. I want to explain to you today how the devil works to destroy or how he wants to destroy you as a Christian. Hallelujah. Is he looking for your muscles? Not really. Because it is, a Samson might have been well body built because of his muscles, but it wasn't the muscles. You see, he killed a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of an axe. Now you can be how strong, you can't kill a thousand men. The Holy Spirit came upon him and he could lift up these, it's supernatural strength, he could lift up two concrete pillars with uh, two pillars, the gates, he picked up gates and walked uphill. That was the strength of Samson. You see, but it, 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 the devil is not after your muscles. Are you listening to me? The devil is not really after your, your body, even after your sexual organs, your penis, whatever your sexual, in Samson's case, that was not the strength. The devil just needed to find out. You see, if it was just for his sexual parts, then they already got him because he already had sex with Delilah, isn't it? But that wasn't what made him fall. Even if he did all that, he was still very, they couldn't defeat him. Because the Bible says every time she, she, she bound him, he broke free. Aha. So assignment was constantly, let me read it further. Let me read the whole thing and then you can get it. Come. Samson replied, if I was tied up with seven bowstrings, 
that have not been dried, I would have become weak as anyone else. Now he's telling her one thing. Then, so the Philistine rulers brought Delilah seven new bowstrings and she tied Samson with it. She had hidden some men in one of the inner rooms of her house. Look at this woman. And she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson snapped the bowstrings as a piece of string snaps when it is burned by fire. Aye! So the secret of his strength was not discovered. Number two, go on. Afterward, Delilah said to him, you've been making fun of me and telling me lies. Now please tell me how can, how you can be tied up securely. Verse 11, Samson said, if I were tied up with brand new ropes that had never been used, I would become as weak as anyone else. Delilah then took new ropes and tied him up. The men were hiding in the inner room as before, and Delilah cried, Samson, the Philistines are upon thee. But again, Samson snapped the ropes from his arms as if they were cotton threads. Now she's getting closer. She's on a mission. She needs to find where his strength lies. Come on. Then Delilah said, You've been making fun of me, Samson. Joseph. Where's my actor? Is Mary not here? Hmm. You guys can do. You guys can do this play. Where's Lolly? You guys can do this play for me, please. No? But I don't use Jevon as Samson because it has to be somebody with some. It has to be somebody with some body or some muscle. Yeah, but, but, but Brother Virgil is starting to... I don't know if that's fat or muscle, I don't know. It has to look like Samson, please. <laughs> and get the wig because I'm not sure if any of them can have long hair like this man. Okay, let's focus, get serious. <laughs> You've been making fun of me and telling me lies. Now tell me, how can you be tied up securely? Samson replied, If you were to weave the seven braids of my hair, now the first time he touches his hair, he's getting closer. varam, hide and seek, varam, coat. Huh? Nog een beetje warm. Is dat het, no? Nog een beetje warm. If you were to weave the seven braids of my hand to the fabric on your loom and tighten it with your loom shuttle, I would become as weak as anyone else. So while he slept, ay, while he slept, the devil always works while you are sleeping. That's why Jesus told them, don't sleep. Watch and pray. Watch and pray means to be awake and pray. That's what watch and pray means. Not to look, look, it's to be awake and pray. Awake in the night or early in the morning, that's watch and pray. Delilah wove the seven braids of his hair into a fabric. 
Then she tightened it with a loom shuttle. Again she cried, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson woke up, pulled back the loom shuttle, and yanked his hair away from the loom and the fabric. So the third time, she didn't find his strength. And you would think that she would give up, but the devil is persistent. The demons continually come for you. Devils don't leave you. You might win one victory and they will come again and again. I'll tell you the truth. That's what the Bible says in Kings. I'll read it to you later. When Ahab was told, go and strengthen yourself. Because at the turn of the year, the king of Arab will come for you again. Go strengthen yourself. The devil that you defeated now, he just left you for a season. He's coming again. That's why when I preach about loyalty, it must be seasonal. It must be a seasonal teaching. Because the devil that didn't get you this time is coming the next time. Hey! Now she really started to become like that girl in our play, right? Because she said now, she pouted. What is pouted, ladies? Ladies are professional pouters. The, the King James says she nagged so much. She nagged him so much. Uh, yeah. Wait, go back. Where were you now? Yeah. Delilah pouted. How can you tell me I love you when you don't say your secrets with me? You've made fun of me these three times now. And you still haven't told me. What makes you so strong? Persistently on the mission. What makes you strong? She tormented him with a nagging day after day. <laughs> Until he was sick to death. She almost killed him with a nagging. It's a woman's power to nag a man to death. <laughs> then you just give her what she wants. Ah, here, let me take my thing down here. I said, "Wah, I said, Wah." No, I'm not talking about. I'm preaching of Delilah. I'm talking about Delilah. I'm making no reference to any ladies here. The power to nag a man to death. Hey, ladies, you never knew you had that power. Huh? Sometimes the man will do something for you, but he's not ready now. But the way you are nagging, it just has to do it now, isn't it? You don't know, you're still going to get it. You see, when, you, when you're still courting, like you now, then you buy everything because of love. You see? And the ladies, they, they take advantage at that phase. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> but you don't have to. <laughs> Oh, my. 
You see, then you go away from the shop. Then you go back in the secret to surprise her because you're in love. Then you bring that necklace that you both looked at. Then when you open it, it's like, oh, you should have Oh, Delilah, Delilah. <laughs> why, 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 Delilah? Why? Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. My hair has never been cut, he confessed. For I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. Hallelujah. Dedicated to God. And one of the things that was said that a razor must never touch his hair. Wine he must never drink. And a dead body he must never touch. Those were the three things. You are dedicated to God. You see, you are God's property. Aye. But he was playing with one foot in the world. All you believers who are not serious with God, you are playing with one foot in the world. You are here on a Sunday, you look pious and holy. I don't know where you are from Monday and especially Saturday and Friday nights. Where are you and how are you deviling in worldly things? But you were set apart for God. Hmm. He said, if my head was saved, my strength would leave me and I would become as weak as anyone else. Listen. Delilah realized that he finally told her the truth. Mission accomplished. So she sent the Philistine rulers, come back one more time. Because they were getting fed up now. They thought that Delilah would fail in her assignment. But she persisted. She said, for he has finally told me his secret. So the Philistine rulers returned with the money in their hands. Hey. Delilah was not looking for sex. Listen. She was after the money because that was what they promised her. Are you with me? She wasn't looking for Samson's financial uh, uh, impetus. She already had the money. It was a deal. That is what she was looking for. With, the, with his head in her lap, and then she called in a man to save off the seven locks of his hair. In this way, she began to bring him down and his strength left him. Now listen to the saddest verse, one of the saddest verses in the Bible. Then he, she cried out, Samson, Samson! The Philistines have come to capture you. When he woke up, he thought, I will do as before and shake myself free. But he didn't realize the Lord had left him. The King James says it even nicer. He wished not. I. He wished not that the Lord had departed from him. She awo he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. And he wished not that the Lord had departed from him. My God and my Lord. You see, Delilah's function was to smooth him 
dance for him, do things for him, because he liked it. They knew, the devil knew what he liked. Bath with him. I think sometimes men would like their wives to do some stuff with them that they imagine in their minds. And then the wives are very old-fashioned. They say, no, 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 no. So the husbands go, many men go then for younger girls that would dance around the pole. You know what is a pole dancer? But the devil wasn't looking for muscles now, or for body, or for sex. He's looking for something beyond all that. The devil is looking for what makes you strong. Say amen. amen. This is the great quest of the devil. What makes you a strong Christian? What is it? Where can we catch you? And there are many things that make people strong. If you uh, grew up in the 70s and 80s, there was a comic book called Asterisk the Gaul. And he used to drink a green potion. And when he drink that potion, he can beat all the Roman soldiers. How many of you saw Asterisk the Gaul or saw a comic? Yeah, the children don't know it today. What would be similar to Asterix? Somebody who, Popeye the sailor man. Ah, huh? spinach, isn't it? Popeye would eat spinach and he become very, very, but even the children don't know Popeye. Is there anything else today that's similar? Like modern, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's right, I saw it once. He also gets power, isn't it? Some evil power, he puts his finger into something or his ring, is it a ring? Huh? My son used to watch and I told him, hey, don't watch this, this, this looks like demons. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, it was Ben 10. Yeah, he had a watch that gives him... But there are many things that make you strong, isn't it? And sometimes there's a particular thing that can make you strong. When you're a child, often it's your parents that make you strong. You can always depend on my father. My father can pick up a car. Small children can boast about their father and their mother. Yeah, we used to brag about whose father is the strongest when we were children. I don't know today because there's so few men left, real men. I don't even know if the children brag about their fathers. We used to brag about our fathers, what makes us strong. Yeah. <laughs> hey. When you are a child, your parents make you strong. When you are older, your wisdom makes you strong. How many gray hairs you can have on your head makes you strong. Hallelujah. Everybody has a thing that makes them strong. Sometimes in a, in, a, in a building, it's a certain pillar that makes the building. Normally a foundation, like those pillars are the strength of these buildings. If those pillars collapse, then this building will collapse. Are you with me? The pillars make the building strong. But there are different evil spirits in the world. The spirit of lust is also a spirit that, that pulls you and you lust after things. And, and sex is also a type of lust. 
Lust is not only sex, but it's a type of lust. But the spirit of Delilah is not a lustful spirit. No. Don't get it wrong. That's a different type of spirit. Because Samson was already caught with the spirit of lust. Before he even met Delilah, he slept with prostitutes. Delilah was another type of demon. Demons have assignments. Certain demons come to do different things. Yeah. I even believe that sexual misorientation of the sexes is demonic. Yeah. So when a boy thinks he's a girl, he's a demon. Unfortunately. And when a boy thinks he's a girl, he's demonic. A demon has entered the child. You see, so the child feels abnormal. We mustn't banish them or kill them or chase them away, but I'm telling you what happens. And oftentimes, if you watch a video where Archbishop Duncan Williams came to pray for T.D. Jakes, you will see that he said that it often comes in the birth canal. Birth canal, you know, where demons come with these doors open. Do you see? So sometimes the mother would wish that the child is a boy. Then they say, sorry, it's a girl. And the disappointment of the mother is also a door for Satan. So when the child grows up in the, in the, in the canal, the birth canal, there where the seed was planted, the child is confused in the mind. Because my mother wanted me to be a girl, now I'm a boy. So when he prayed for, for the people on that video, you can see it, it's on YouTube. He goes back into the mother's womb. Aish! Strong apostle. He said, let me, let me go fetch you in the mother's womb. Let me reverse this thing, this curse that came upon you. So you see the child is small and start to play with dolls. And, did, did, did. and you mothers mustn't laugh. When you see it, when it's small, change that. Yes, sir. sister, yeah, I... I, I I knew I could talk to them openly. I won't talk to everyone like that because some of you get offended. She had this little boy, very nice little boy, running around with earrings. So I said, come here, come here, come here. Is this a girl or a boy? I was, no, no, no. His course is normal. It has become normal. I said, no, 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 don't confuse him. And the sister didn't have earrings. And I said, give back her earrings. I was teasing. And I saw him the next time. He still had it on. So I wanted them to be sure that they don't misunderstand that I'm joking. I said, you, you still didn't give your sister's earrings back. Look at you, a young, beautiful young man. Why must you confuse me now? I called you Susie, but actually you... What, what, you, you I called you Martha, but your name is Arthur. And then afterwards I saw that the mother took the earrings out. I said, you did, you did a good thing. Don't confuse him. And this spirit of homosexuality, sexual sin is not small. It's a spirit. Do you see? It's a spirit. So the boys, and we find it in church, and I'm not afraid to talk about it, because it's common that boys have a, a, a tendency for boys. Mana med mana. Romans chapter 1 talks about it. Mana med mana. They desired things that are unnatural. Now they talk about, no, it's the sexual orientation. The world is so bad and far from God, they now want to say, don't call your, your child a he or she. Let the child decide when they're about five or six to tell you if she wants to be a he or she. And that was the sin that made God 
burn down Sodom and Gomorrah. That was the sin. Now it's coming back here. And I'm going to threaten pastors, you mustn't say, Ek is die bang vir julle nie, man. Waar is die video, laat ek praat met die land. Met Cyril Ramaphosa. Sy my eers, jou eers, kom krijg uit soort. Dan maak ons die mofies recht. Is dit so? But you don't hate these people. Don't get me wrong. Don't hate. They all, it's a problem. It's a demonic. It's, diff, it's difficult when demons are in you. Don't hate them. Love them. But help them. Pray for them. That's why when you come for prayer and I pray for you, don't be embarrassed. The Lord is going to deliver you. Yeah. And the spirit is multiplied. It's, 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 it's in our communities. It was first a white thing. <laughs> now it's come here to us. I think in, in the black communities, they still treat that thing very bad. They Sometimes they kill and rape these people. That's not right. It's wrong. But it's now in, uh, amongst us. They wanted to make Cape Town the gay capital of the world. They wanted to. Yeah, they wanted to have the gay pride and all that stuff here. No pride walks. And they had it somewhere in, uh, was it South America, Brazil? And there was a big earthquake or something, huh? Who remembers these things? What happened there again? But something terrible happened. Was there a bomb or something? Yeah. God zorg vir die mofies. God zorg vir die bier. Hulle sing nou hy koorkie by die kek. Hulle, God zorg vir die bier. As God wat sê, hulle sê God zorg vir die kaas en lager. En vir die mofies. God sal zorg vir jou. You know beer, beers, beers. Any anyway. rate. Are you still here? Are you going home? I'll close, I'll close, I'll close. There are so many evil spirits in this world. Different demons do different things. Look at Revelation 14, 8. Babylon has become a container of devils. Because of a fornication. I want you all to look at me. Fornication and loose sex. Loose sex. Like young girls at school having sex with a boy. Then maybe you finish school. You still have sex. You didn't get pregnant. Now you think you got away. Nobody knows. But you are, you are, you are inviting demons. Look at this. Look at this. And they followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen. Is fallen. Because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. That word fornication is to have sex with, and you're not yet married. It's an evil that brings demonic power. Are you, are you with me? So if you made that mistake because of, of, of your normal weakness, then by God's grace you can stop now. You don't have to say, oh, I'm already sleeping with this boy, so no, 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 say, my pastor said I must stop. I must stop it. Are you hearing and even you, boy, stop it. Stop it. Because it brings demonic power. Every time there's sexual intercourse, there's blood transfusion. 
and where there's blood, there's life, isn't there? The, 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 the spirit is in the blood. Do you understand? Life is in the blood. That, that's where the spirit comes from. When your blood is out of your body, when the spirit leaves the body, the body is dead. Understand it. You see? So sexual intercourse has to do with spirits. If the spirit, if your, if your, if your body, if the spirit leaves and you lie like a cadaver, you can't do anything anymore. You can't. Because the spirit has left. It's when the spirit is there, blood is warm, blood is flowing. Yeah. And blood is needed for sexual intercourse. Oh, you didn't know. That's why men, when they get older, they struggle with sexual intercourse and they buy a tablet to yarb them. The tablet is to make the blood circulate. Blood is needed. Blood in the blood is the life of man. Ah, it's too deep for you. Uh, rather, let me rather go home because you don't understand what I'm speaking. <laughs> so a Delilah spirit is a type of demon that looks for what makes you strong. Are you with me? And a Delilah spirit is not necessarily a money spirit because she was getting money already. It's not a sexual spirit. Aha. Uh -huh. It's not even a marital demon. There are spirits that want to destroy your marriage. But this is not what Delilah represents. Look, a name represents something. Pharaoh represents a type of devil, isn't it? He said, Moses said, let my people go. Moses represents the type of Jesus. I've come to set the people free. Pharaoh is the devil that says, I won't let the people go. Uh -huh. That's why Delilah is also a type of a spirit. Are you with me? Yes. And it's the spirit that is sent to find out the source of your great strength. What, is, what makes you strong? What makes you strong? Sometimes your spiritual father makes you strong. No, never forget it. And that's why the devil wants to disconnect you from your spiritual father. Yeah. That's what the devil will want to do. Find out where Jason's great strength lies. Disconnect him from his church. Disconnect him from his spiritual father. And his strength is gone. You didn't know there's a demon like that, is it? Yeah, it's not to do with other things. It's only to disconnect you from what makes you strong. Glory to God. I've never had such vehement fighting in my life than the fight to remove me from Bishop Daggywood Mills. Never. To the point of my family, to the core. And I, I, I didn't, maybe didn't realize or whatever, the Holy Spirit kept me connected, you see. But it was a demon trying to cut me from the source of my strength. The man that was connected to Archbishop Duncan Williams said, I should have stayed with him when we were in Bible school, but I thought he was my equal. So Bishop Dag said to him, but can't you go now? He said, it's too late. The season was there, and I missed it. He said, I should have stayed connected to this man. I would have had a large ministry. My ministry is small, minute, and there's nothing going on. But I should have stayed connected. God connected me to this man. 
and I was proud and I thought, he's a student, I'm a student. It's not like that. All human beings are not equal. Sometimes God connects you somewhere and that gives you strength. As soon as you cut it, you see, that's the enemy. Now you think in your mind, it shall not always be right. It shall not always be right. It shall not always be right. Oh, you don't know nothing. You don't know the source of your strength. Is it true? Sorry about that. One day our new carpet won't flip up like that. Don't bother too much. Amen. Sometimes your helpers are the source of your strength. So the enemy will come to remove the helpers. That demon I'm talking about is only searching for what makes you strong. The Bible talks about, where's that scripture that says, and he was marvelously up. Come, he was made strong. Come, come uh, very fast there now. They promised that they'll be faster in the year 2023. That's the IT department. Clap for them. Clap for them. And he was marvelously up. Look there. Everybody, look here. This is, this is about a certain king. He made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be towers and bulwarks to shoot arrows. And his name spread far abroad. For he was marvelously up till he became so what made him strong? Marvelous helpers. Uh-huh. So you see, the devil might want to remove my strength by removing my helpers. Take note, your helping is not something small. Your helping is huge in God's kingdom. And the enemy is targeting you. What makes him strong? He has marvelous helpers. Let me attack the helpers. Then he can't be strong. What made this king strong? He was marvelously young. Glory to God. But I want to tell you what the source of our, all of us together, what our real strength is. Amen. Because in Samson, they couldn't find his strength. And Uncle Delilah nagged and tormented him. The Bible says it's better to sit on a rooftop. Charlie, what's that scripture that you memorize? When the wife starts nagging, you must go to the rooftop, isn't it? Huh? Better to sit on the, in a corner of a roof, like you hide in the ceiling, to hide from, from a nagging wife. Yeah. And one brother in this church, and I can't say his name for security purposes, he, he, he he thought the scripture was literal. So when the wife started nagging, he took a ladder and he climbed onto the roof. Yes. So when she was looking for him, you know sometimes when women have this feeling today they want to clean the house. You don't know that feeling, huh? Today they just feel this house is dirty. Yeah. But the man, he had no intention that day to clean the house. And then she starts nagging and nagging, so this brother took a ladder. He thought the scripture was real, and he was on. And when the wife came out and said, where are you? She said, I'm fixing the roof. <laughs> but he was just sitting there. He was just sitting there. 
Huh? You saw that. It was the highest spot. They live near to these people. The sun was hot, but he said he'd rather take the baking sun than this nagging wife. Hey! <laughs> oh, I wish I had time. I wish I had time, but I've got to close. We have to pray a little. Amen. He said, eventually he gave in. He said, if you cut the hairs off my head. And the razor went over the golden locks and it fell to the ground. And demons will remove your strength and make you go in circles like Samson did. If you don't know the story further, Samson's eyes, the Philistines tied him and they took hot iron and burnt his eyeballs out and it came down, fell off his cheek like marbles. Samson had no eyes. And then they took him down to the garrison of the Pharisees and they had to, they with the bull and the, and the donkeys walk with this big mill, turn the mill, turn the mill to grind the corn. He was put there because of his strength. And he, he couldn't see, but he could feel. So he was turning this wheel all the time. He was turning this wheel all the time. The Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes. They took him to Gaza, where he was bound with bronze chains and forced to grind in the prison. Yeah. Forced to grind in the prison. And you know what happened to him? His hair started to grow again slowly. Hallelujah. And there was a little boy in the prison. The people were having a huge party in a big auditorium like this, even bigger than this. But the place was designed so that two pillars held up the whole auditorium. You see. And they took Samson, they, the Philistines, when they got drunk, they said, our great enemy is down in the prison. Bring him up and let him make some sports for us. Let us laugh and mock at him. As he came up blind, the Bible says, a young boy. Can you go to? A young boy led him. A young boy. Our God has given us victory over Samson. Samson said to the young servant who was leading him by the hand, place my hand against the pillars that laid hold of the temple. I want to rest against them. Hey! So he's coming out, and they are laughing, because Delilah has found the source of his strength. And when the hair was cut, there was nothing. He, was, he, he thought still he had the anointing, but he wished not that the Spirit had departed from him. It's the saddest, one of the saddest scriptures in the Bible. That one and the one where David cried over Saul. And said, tell it not in Escalon. Because I'm a hero type man. I love heroes. Rambo, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. All men love heroes. All real men. We love heroes. Heroes is a man is meant to be a hero. To save his family, to save his children. So when a hero suffers and a hero dies, it doesn't go off well with a man. And look at this. It's a young servant. He said, place my hands. I can't see. Place my hands on the pillars. And the people were laughing and having fun. Some piercing him with, because he couldn't, can't see. It's nice to prick a blind man that cannot see. But Samson's blindness came because of his own fault. He was first spiritually blind, and they did to him in the physical what he already did in the spiritual. 
he lost his vision. He lost the purpose why God had called him. If you lose why you must be here, you see then the people will do to you in the physical what you have done to yourself in the spiritual. Hey. The people were there, 3,000 men. You see, so it was bigger than this. This is 1,500 seater. That's twice the size. They were watching Samson and amused them. Then Samson prayed to the Lord. Oh, I love this. He said, Lord, remember me again. Oh, Lord. Strengthen me just one more time. One more time, Lord. There's a preaching called One More Time. You must find it. William Branham. One of the greatest preachings you'll ever hear. One more time. Please strengthen me just one more time. With one blow, blow, let me back the Philistines for the loss of my two eyes. Then Samson put his hands on the two center pillars at the elder temple pushing against them with both hands. Then he prayed, let me die with the Philistines. And the temple crashed down on the Philistine rulers and all the people. So he killed more people when he died than during his lifetime. And later the Bible says, the people, his people came to look for him among the ruins, scratched through the bricks, found his body, and took him to be buried amongst his fathers. Hey, a sad story of aborted destiny. But here's the key and the main thrust of tonight. Delilah accomplished the mission to find out where his great strength lies. Do you know where your strength lies? Must I tell you? Must I tell you where your great strength lies? It's a chamber or a channel called your quiet time. Your strength lies in your private time with God. Are you with me? Or what we call quiet time. It's a common term used in the 70s. Quiet time is that early morning slot before you go to work, where you got up a little to spend a few minutes with God, reading the Bible, and then saying a few words in prayer before you go and leave the house. It's your, it's your constant communication with God as a private person, not together here, not in the church. No, it's when you are alone. That is the source of your great strength. And many of you don't even do it anymore. It means Delilah has found you. And Delilah has removed the source of your strength. But today, you are, God is giving you one more chance because you will say like Samson, Lord, remember me just this once. Just this once. Let me go back one. And I know, you know, the work, our work, the world is so organized that people must leave the house in the dark in the morning and they come home also in the dark. Nobody. The world doesn't say, okay, let's let Christians come work at 10. Let them first spend an hour in prison. There's nothing like that. They even work now on a Sunday. They work on a Saturday. They work. There's no time for Christianity. Ah, it's hard to be a Christian. And the enemy has succeeded to remove all these things that will make it easy for you to commune with God. It makes it difficult for you because he's coming to remove the source of your great strength. And your great strength lies in your private times. Come away, come away. You know that one? 
Get it ready. Come away. Come away. Oh, I love my quiet times with the Lord. And I can even feel if I've skipped it or I've missed it or I've grown cold, you can feel the difference. How long has it been since you've walked with the Lord? How long? I built a garden here. I said, come here, pray. People rather take Facebook pictures in this garden. Nobody uses the purpose of the garden. It's like Samson. He, he lost the purpose and the destiny was gone. The only two boys who came to pray now recently was these two boys. But they also came to meet their girls here in the garden. I think it was also just a, some arrangement. <laughs> Quiet time is alone with God. Waiting on God is also alone. When you go away, you're alone. There's nothing, there's nobody to talk to. You and the Lord. And I want to encourage you all, as much as I say many things, practice what I tell you. Everyone here must take three days, or maybe two days if you can. Book yourself alone. Don't go with your husband. Don't go with your wife. Go alone and tell him, look, you can take three days, I'm going to take three days, or two days, whatever. Maybe just one day if you can. I normally take three days. I haven't done it now for a while because of all this construction. But this year I told myself, you better get back there. Because if you can't touch God alone, you see, you're the source of your strength is you don't have power. There's nothing there, only birds. You must find a place there. Don't go where there's TV. Ask a belief, Sit up, go where there's no Wi-Fi. And say, lay your dag op YouTube. Believe what I say. Then you'll come back and tell me, Pastor Chris, what you told me is true. The first day you won't feel anything. You are now entering first into the outer court. Yeah. The second day you'll be in the inner court. It's just when you must go home. You feel you fall in the van die dan nou. You see, because it takes a long while to get close to God. Yes, yeah, it takes a long. You need to... to to de- and, and what is it? Yeah, what is it if you, if you clean a hard drive? Yeah, you defragment. Take out the rubbish of this world and come to the garden alone. Alone. See, the songwriter said, I come to the garden. Sit down, do you work in the name of the I come to the garden alone while the dew is that's the morning hour. You, not like this boys, the colored boys today, they want to get up at 11 o'clock. No, while the dew is still on the roses. Do you know what I'm talking about, boy? You must go for it. You are young. Do it while you are young. Don't, when you get old and the cares of this world come on you, some of these mamas can't go away because they are married, they've got three children, they can't really go, I understand. But you that can do it. And I can see the difference of my pastors. Pastor Osei from Joburg is often telling me, Daddy, I'm going away for three days. I said, wow. I can see the difference in this ministry. You see, they even bought kumbis. They are even going, <laughs> they are going fired because the man decided to go back to the source of his great strength. Yeah. 
Life is so busy. So busy, isn't it? We all are busy. If you're busy, I'm a, I'm a hundred times more busy than you. But that thing we must find. Quiet time. Quiet. If it's 15 minutes, it's good. If it's 10, start with 10 minutes. Go to 15 minutes. Later you'll be like Bishop. Bishop says, if he prays for an hour, he feels he didn't pray. <laughs> he didn't pray. But you can start small. I'm very practical. I won't push you in the deep water. I'll first put you in the little water. Ten minutes. Every day. My child, your life will never be the same again. You see the things I'm teaching you, huh? It's not just loyalty and honor. No, no, no. I'm giving you the strength of your life and your future. I'm putting it in your hands. Spend time with God. He's invisible. But you will feel His presence. Sheesh! You can't see Him. But you will feel Him there. And you see these resorts, they are private and there's securities. You don't have to be afraid like, yeah, you can't pray in Delft, they're going to rob you in the night. But those places, they are secure. You can walk under the night sky. You can pray in the night. Hallelujah. What makes you really strong? Your quiet time. Because that is when you go into the present. So when you come out, you come from the presence. So when Gabriel came to appear, he said, I, Gabriel, who stand in the presence of God. They, they couldn't ask, is it waar? Is, 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 van waar kom zij? Ik kom van die teenwoordigheid van die Heere af. Hey! It's my heart's cry. That's why you find that married life, children, all these things, they are all challenges for you to enter that private time. Paul told you, don't get involved with this world <laughs> for that thing that you can have it. But you must fight for it. Must fight for it. In the quiet time. I, Gabriel. Yes, he visited Joseph and he said to them, oh, I think this was Mary. He said, I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you the good news. That's why a man of God, there's power and anointing. You see, it's not just that. He can't be playing dominoes all the time in clever jazz. He must come from the presence of God. Did you say, this Lord, the Lord says this. You say, ah, it's a false prophet. No, 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 no. I come from the presence. I stand, I stood in the presence. And you see, this quiet time is a private thing. That's why God said to Moses, come, come to me in the mountain. Don't bring the people with you. Joshua went halfway. He said, okay, only halfway. But I want to be with you alone. This is corporate prayer. But I'm teaching you tonight something that will change your life forever. You must find time to be with God alone. We call it quiet time. There's a book at the back. 
Mauricio, I don't know if you have copies of it, Quiet Time. Maybe you don't. It's a new book, but I'll, give, I'll make it available soon. Quiet Time. How to do it. But we even teach it, I think, in the Bible school. Huh? How to have quiet time. Because I believe that is the key. You see, you, you, you might not know about Abram, Isaac, Jacob, but in your quiet time, you're reading the Bible. The Bible is the wisdom of God. The Bible brings you into the presence of God, the Word of God. The Bible is a light unto your path. Amen? It's light. Yeah, you, you see, if you're in darkness, you knock yourself. How many of you have ever knocked your, your, your shin against a table? Your mammary. It's very sure. Ah, because the light was off, isn't it? But when the light is on, you are prevented from hurts and cares and pain. The Word of God is the light of God. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. I won't get so many heartaches and pains because I can see. I can see. The light is the Word. I can see direction. Must I go this way? Must I go that way? The Word is a light to you. Go this way. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God will be near you in your quiet time and you will become strong. But if you have no time for God, God will have no time for you. I repeat, if you have no time for God, God will have no time for you. I'll try my best to make this facility comfortable for you. If you say, Pastor, I can't afford to go anywhere, then just come here. That's why I built the garden. It's a prayer garden. Even this tabernacle, I will open it. Lunch is up early in the morning, isn't it? If we know you, you can come and pray. That's what you must do. I'm not talking about us as a group. You alone. It's a big property. This is 8,000 square meter. You can walk anywhere. If you can't go away. Or if your house is too small, there's not nice and private time. Yes. And you will get direction. Direction makes you strong. Hallelujah. Angels will come to give you direction. You will be fruitful in your quiet time. Hallelujah. Because it's you and God alone, isn't it? You know how babies are made? You know how you were born? Your mother and father was alone somewhere. Wasn't many people around them? And they became fruitful. Yeah. You become fruitful if you have quiet time. The fruit of you. I always think, I can't tell the pastor. Pastors are often wondering why the Lord is blessing me with the church and everything. And I realize it's fruitfulness. But fruitfulness comes through quiet time. Private times with God. Yes. Yes. I can't just be a pastor in front of you. This ministry will fail hopelessly. I, when I'm alone, that's the test. If I'm, where, where am I when I'm alone? Where am I? I sometimes worry that my wife thinks I'm mad because I'm always listening to preaching, always. I, 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 you must pray for her. She doesn't some, she has a husband there in the physical, but his mind is not there. 
I'm all the time trying to be in the presence of God. It's difficult because of the world that life is, but I know it's the source of my strength. It's the source of my strength. And sometimes when I feel anointing, even on the tapes, then I cry. Because anointing moves me. I tell you, anointing moves me. Nothing moves me like anointing. When I feel this is the presence of God. The tape can be a hundred years old. But the anointing lingers there on the words of the speaker. Because the words are spirit and they are life. The bones of Elijah was old. But when they buried the boy on the bones, the boy jumped back to life again. The anointing lingers. The anointing lingers. It stays. Hallelujah. Makate I feel his presence here. But let me finish. We're going to pray tonight the prayer of Samson. Lord, remember me. Just one more time. Hallelujah. You don't pray anymore. Yes. That's why you are barren. Because there's no quiet time. One pastor asked me about my success. My small success. I say this by the grace of God. I took him with me. I said, come, I show you. And I took him to a place that I always pray. And I went there the morning at 10. And I said to him, I'm going to leave at 3. I prayed, I think it was five hours pray. Pray, 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 pray. And then he eventually left. And then I told him, now that I've shown you the secret, come back on your own. But he never went. I could see because there's no fruit in this ministry. If he had listened to me, he would have seen the fruit. He would have also seen what, I, what he sees in me. He, he wants what I have. So I said to him, come I show you the source of my strength. And I took him to the mountain. I said, this is where I spent time. Got a, a backpack with water and my iPad playing music. And I'm walking. It's only me and the crickets, the spiders, the birds, a mouse or two running past. There. It's fine. And then he walks with me. He talks with me. Sometimes I don't hear him for hours. I feel I'm just praying. I'm praying in tongues. I feel that it's a vain babbling. But the Spirit is praying through me. I know. And the fruit that I see now, even you, I was probably praying for you when I was saying, I don't know, but the Spirit was using my lips and my body to pray for you. Look at you sitting here. Like sitting backwards in this chair. I prayed you out of your house into this church. Hmm. None other has ever known. Precious quiet times. Andre Krauts wrote the song about the quiet time, isn't it? It's my quiet time. It's my quiet time. When last did you talk to God, friend? You see? You know, there's a scripture that says, one day when we come before God, then He's going to say, I don't know you. I don't know you. You say, Lord, 
But I was busy in the church here by BMI. I was running a shell group. I even drove out a few devils in your name. He said, no, but you never came to me on the mountain. Get away from me. I don't know you. We've never spoken. Bishop Derek said, one of his pastors introduced him to him and, and he asked, who are you? He said, I'm one of your pastors. He's got many churches, 3,000. So unfortunately, <laughs> so we said, because this guy's never contacted him, never phoned him, never spoke to him. He don't know this guy, but the guy is working for him in the church. He's a lighthouse pastor. And he's doing okay there with this, but he's never contacted him. He's never been there to the high mountain. You understand what I'm saying? He said, I don't know you, but I'm one of you. Really? That's when the Bible says, I will say, I don't know you. Go away from me. You never came to me. I don't even know your name. Keep playing, Cheryl, keep playing. When last did you talk to God? You're going to stand alone before God. Most pastors don't pray. Only 10 minutes. We are riding on the momentum of Samson. We think that God is there. But we, let, let us not be shocked that God is gone. Your car is switched off long ago. You are only running. If you run downhill with a car, you can switch it off. It will still go far. But after a while, it's going to come to an end. Mm. Everything can come from quiet time. The source of your wealth can come from quiet time. Sometimes you feel you want to give something because you feel the Lord is talking to you. And then as soon as you talk to your husband or wife about it, then he says, no, no, I don't think you must give so much. Give little. You see, because when you're alone, it affects your giving. Yeah, it affects your giving. One Kings twenty twenty two. My God, go strengthen yourself. Go strengthen yourself. Because at the turn of the year, one Kings twenty twenty two. Get ready for another attack. Begin making plans now, for the king of Aram will come back next spring. Put it in the. King James. I'm closing. I'm finished. We're going to pray for a few minutes, okay? Just a few minutes and we will let you go. As the prophet came to the king, he said, go strengthen yourself and mark and see what thou dost. For at the return of the year, the king of Syria, Delilah, is coming for you. You see, so what happens is, as you enter into quiet time, and then sometimes things happen and the seasons change and then it's gone from you. But the enemy is, is, didn't stop attacking. He's coming again for you. May today be the start as we enter into this new year in January. May it be the start of you reigniting this few minutes that you spend with God alone. You have to. Not that you must... That's not my preaching and teaching. It's you and the Bible. God alone is speaking to you through the Word. A light is shining in your life. Many marvelous things happen. 
I'll still teach you more. Here's the book called Quiet Time. Is this the book? Understanding. Which book is this? Yeah, Understanding Quiet Time. Yes, nice chapters in here. 15 great effects of the quiet time. I will teach on this one day. But if, 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 if Bishop always told me, Chris, if I can give you the secret of my ministry, it's this thing. My quiet time alone with God. And that's all I'm always looking for. What is the secret? What is the secret? Bishop even said, if I must choose between fasting, prayer, and reading the word, I will choose reading the word. Because God is speaking. You see, the word will even tell me to pray. It is the word that will tell me to fast. So the main key is the word. I can pray, 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 but I've got no direction. I don't know what to pray for. But when, I, when I'm in the word, then I find a light for my troubled soul. And Samson asked the boy, he said, Take me <laughs> to the pillar, the columns that uphold the great temple. And as he stood there, he said, Lord, one more time. And the Bible says his hair started to grow again. The source of his grace. He went back to his quiet time. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, just one more time. And the, and the strength the Holy Ghost came back on him. The dead carcass, the empty shell became alive one more time. Even though his eyes were out. And he pushed and he killed more Philistines in his death than when he was alive. And in Hebrews chapter 11, the Bible includes Samson's name in the heroes of faith. You might think he never made it. But in Hebrews 11, it says, and, I've, I, and I forgot to tell, I, I don't have time to tell you about Gideon. Hey, about Barak and Samson. God is merciful. If we are backslidden from our quiet time, the Lord will remember you just once. Pray this prayer with me today that God must remember you one more time. Because Delilah has come for you and she has found the source of your strength. The source of the strength of the believer is the private time the believer spends with God. If you have no quiet time, you have no strength. And he walks with me. Jesus talks with me. Then he tells me, that I am His own. And the joy we share as we tarry there. Stand to your feet. And the joy we share. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. 
Pray this prayer and ask the Lord for one more time to take you back to the quiet place. Maybe you once knew, like Samson. Maybe you once had it. You remember the night, the mornings, where you open the Bible and pray to the Lord in heaven. But your life has become so busy. Delilah has located you. Delilah has found you. She's located you and she's cut the locks of your hair. But the Lord sent me here to you to say one more time. Just one more time. Just one more time, Lord. Remember me. I, well, I want to have fellowship with you. I want to have fellowship with you. Yatale mondasta yakata. Shatere mokata ta 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 ta. Start to pray, saints. Move around and start to pray. Speak to the Lord about your quiet time. It's the only prayer for tonight. Ask the Lord to revive your quiet time. Ask the Lord to take you back to stand like Gabriel in the presence of the Lord. I come to the garden alone whilst the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear It's falling on Move around and start to pray Move around and start to pray The Son of God Has flown And He walks He walks with me Jesus talks with me. Oh, he tells me that I am his own. And the joy we share. As we tarry there, none. Sasipa, where are you? Get your mics as ever. Pray for your strength in your quiet time. It's a prayer you must pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you that you can return. I want to go back, Lord. I want to go back home. He speaks and the sound of his voice. He speaks and the sound of it's so sweet. 
The birds has the singing. The birds has the singing. And the man. That he gave to me. Within my heart. speaks, it releases many gems and jewels and diamonds. But I want you to pray about your private few days alone with God. Ask God to make it possible that you can have that time. If you've never done it before, may it be the first time that you are away alone with God. I will guarantee you a huge difference in your life. Your family will have to work around you but you need to go away. Be alone with the Lord. It's called waiting on God. Amen. This is good what we are doing. Corporate prayer is good, but it's only one part of the prayer. The most important is that alone time, you see. Come, Moses, come up. Come alone. Come away from the others. I want to speak to you alone. Hallelujah. Let's pray for that. The Lord will make a way that sooner than later you will be in a place alone with God. That God will do it for you if that's the desire of your heart. You're not asking for money. You're not asking for cars or for job now. No, you're not praying for your family. You're asking for God to... to uh, this is telling this your desire. 
and then He will give you the desire of your heart. This is the type of prayer God likes to answer because He answers what is in His will. And His will is for you to come to Him. Come unto me. He said, come unto me. Shabintola katayata. Let us not commercialize this gospel. Let us have a quiet time. Let Delilah not find my strength, O oh Lord. Let Delilah not find my strength and bomb my strength. Let me return to the place of God, to the time of God. Karabonda ta I want to wait on you, Lord. I want to wait. I want to wait on your powerful presence. I want to walk in your light. I want to walk in the illumination of your light. for some of you I believe as I was talking the Holy Spirit was talking to so many of us 
You see, if the greatest thing I could ever give you or any advice I could have ever given you in my whole life was this that I gave you tonight. Spend time alone with God. Because God will speak to you through His Word. And if I'm a false prophet, He will even tell you in His Word. I run away from that man, he's a false. You will see it in the Word. So you are safe with God. You're never safe with a man, but with God you are safe. Read the Bible and the light will shine for you. Yes, a great light. A great light will shine. Your future is organized in the world. Your direction that you must take is in the world. Your riches is in the world. Because in the wisdom of God is the riches of God. Hallelujah. It's everything is in there. That's why I've been begging you from Sundays. Get the Bible. Get the Bible. Love your Bible. Mark your Bible. Go key your Bible. Yes. If you, if you want me to pray for you, you, you know every year we make a, a New Year's resolution this year. This year. But then Delilah is coming so strong, isn't it? Delilah has been to all of you, isn't it? <laughs> that wicked woman. We rebuke her. The spirit of Delilah has come to steal our strength. Yeah. And the razor went over Samson's head. And the golden locks fell to the ground. And he stood up and thought he was strong. But he wished not that the Spirit of the Lord had departed from him. Come then, I pray for you. I, I want to pray for myself also. And then Come I want to pray for you. Spend some time with me. Come away. Then I'm going to close the meeting. You're not going to pray too long tonight because of the load shedding. Come away. Oh, I'm still going to have many people, so let's organize this, okay? Let's organize this. Maybe stand in a line there so you can, can just pass me by or something. Or maybe just all come join us, all right? Robin, let them just all stand in a mess. Stand, uh, this is a big church. I've organized it. Come closer. Come to the second carpet. And just, no, 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 no. Sorry, third carpet. Third carpet. Don't squeeze me. I just want to pray for you. I, I don't know. I can't make you be a prayer warrior. It's between you and God. But I just want to pray for you as your pastor. I'm, I also need this prayer. <laughs> because Delilah is coming for me also. Yes, she's after me. She's after me, I tell you. Find out where his great strength lies. Especially if you're a leader. Samson was the leader of the Israelites. He was the judge in Israel. Is coming for you, leader. Father of the house is coming for you. Lord, we have sinned against you. Maybe we can walk and kneel. The carpet is, is okay. Kneel down if you can. We, we ask the Lord to forgive us. If you can, if you can't, then you stand, okay? If you can't, then you stand. 
I just always feel when we kneel, it is a sign of our humility. Lord, I stand before you on behalf of the people. I am also a man, a priest, but I'm first a man full of mistakes and faults. Oh Lord, you have waited for us, but we've not come to the holy hill. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us our sins. Wash us with the blood of Jesus. Forgive us, Lord. And one more time, we pray the prayer of Samson. Just this once. <laughs> Give it to us, Lord. Another opportunity to come to your presence. To be with you, Lord. You have done us no harm. You have done us only good. And we took for granted, Lord, all the good things we have done. We've not come to thank you. We've not come to spend time with you. Let my heart and my mind grow still. Bring me to that mountain again. Restore my strength. Let my hair grow back again. Oh Lord, whatever you do, don't take your Holy Spirit away from us. Don't take your Holy Spirit away from us. Yes, we have sinned against God. We pray for one more time in your presence. One more time to feel the touch of your hand. To feel the aura of God. Lord, me say with Gabriel, I, Gabriel, who stand in the presence of God. Let busyness not be my excuse, Lord. It's not a good excuse. Save me from the valley of Sorek. Save me from the Delilah. That is a sign to find the source of my strength. I rebuke the spirit of Delilah over our lives. Let us overcome her. Let us overcome. Let us not enter into that valley of Sorek. In the name of Jesus. I pray that there will arise men and women of God of Briam I that is strong believers. Believers that spend time with the Lord, time with the God. May a light shine on their lives. May a light shine in their direction so they can know which way to go. May they not stumble in the dark because of the light of your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our paths. Your word gives direction and light. Bring us to your word. Bring us into the morning hours, in the dark of the morning, to read our Bibles and to pray to you. This is our prayer tonight, the prayer of our hearts. But we are weak, Lord, and you are strong. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us. Jesus promised you would help us. I ask for your help in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Remain standing here. Lift your hands. Come away.
the Lord speaking to you and say come away come away he says come away come away come spend some time with come me spend some time with me come away let your heart and mind be still let your empty Spend some time with me. Come away. Okay, just the music playing. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to do what He wants to do. I, I don't know what to do really. I'm, I'm standing with you at the altar of prayer. Holy Spirit, have your own way here tonight. Touch us in this very special way. We feel your presence here. We don't want to rush out of this meeting without us feeling your touch. Touch the people now in the name of Jesus. I breathe on them. And Jesus breathed on the disciples. Receive here the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit touch us Holy Spirit touch us Holy Spirit touch us for strength to go to the Father to go to the Father receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Spirit yes receive the Holy Spirit There will be a searching, says the Lord. There will be a searching from this day forward. There will be a searching for me, and you will find me if you search for me with all your hearts. There is a searching. There is a searching. You are on the right track, says the Lord. You are on the right track. Just keep coming. Keep coming, says the Lord. Come closer. Come closer, says the Lord. Come closer. Yes, you are coming. I am waiting for you, says the Lord. I am waiting. I am waiting for you. Come. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me, says the Lord. Oh, I am waiting. I am waiting. Ah, Rebo, 
Speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. The Spirit is giving utterance. The Spirit is giving utterance. Say the Lord of hosts, so shall it be, so shall it be, so shall it be in Zion, so shall it be in Zion. This will be the house of God. This is the house of prayer. This will be the house of prayer, the house of intercession. You will seek me and you will find me if you search for me with all your heart. Spend some time with me. Spend some time with me. Come and spend some time with me. Come with me. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you, says the Lord of hosts. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you. Hey. Hey. Samson. 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 The Philistines are upon thee. The Philistines are upon thee. Strengthen yourself. Strengthen yourself. Great revival is coming, says the Lord. If you return to me, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. You will see this revival at Breakthrough Ministries. But you must first come to me. I'm waiting for you, says the Lord. Come spend some time with me. I want to show you things you did not know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your heart and mind be filled. Let your empty cup be filled. Come spend some time with me. And come away. Sing it one more time. You can go back to your seats. Oh, come away. Come away. Come spend some
Listen. I believe today is a very important turning point in your life. That the Lord is calling you to be private with Him. And you will tell me the testimonies of the growth and the enlargement in your life. We will, the prayers will go up till Wednesday. But then it means you will be alone with God. Don't stop. Go to God. Open the Bible. Genesis to Revelation. It's more. Read. Pray. Meditate. God will speak to you. You will hear the Lord speak to you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to close the meeting. And we'll be back tomorrow at 7 for more prayers. I want to take an offering. Take out your offerings and let's give a good offering to the Lord. I believe it's a very good service to give an offering because of the Lord was talking. What Delilah is looking for, what is the source of your strength, is to be a prayerful person with God. Sow the seed against Delilah. She won't come for you. Seed of protection. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.